Welcome to Idgits and Aspects, a supernatural podcast. I'm Rochelle. And I'm Lynn. And today we are talking about season one, episode nine, called Home. We start out in Lawrence, Kansas. Yay! I know! (laughs) Where there's a woman unpacking boxes. It looks like she's just moved in. Uh, She's looking at a framed picture of her wedding day, uh, and she's tearing up a bit. And you get the sense that either she's just gone through a divorce or dude died. Yeah. Either way. Probably not a preferable thing. Yes. Um, a little girl interrupts her sad memories. And the mom asks, I don't know why I laughed at sad memories. <laughs> it's fine. Okay. <laughs> sad memories. Ha, ha, ha. Um, and the mom asks her why she isn't in bed. She says there's something in her closet. Okay, listen. Like, if there is something in your closet, just move out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care that you just moved in. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. Killian has just started saying that there are ghosts going through the walls. He sees ghosts coming through the walls. I'm pretty sure. Wasn't that your editor aspect moment for the last podcast? I think so. But he's he started saying it like down here during the day. Like he'll say, I just saw one. There's a ghost. It's in the backyard and it's come through the walls. (laughs) And I'm thinking... You're fucking hallucinating. Like, do I need to take you to the doctor? Is your brain okay? I'm I mean, stressed. I mean, so here's the thing: is kids are more susceptible to, to ghosts, that sort of stuff. Yes. However, he's probably just been watching too much supernatural. <laughs> This is already going downhill, folks. <laughs> no, we don't. We don't let him watch that anymore. It's PJ Masks, and that's it, pretty much right now. That doesn't mean he can't remember that, though. It's true. Is it though? <laughs> oh boy! The best part of that was your facial expression. I'm sorry, the folks at home didn't get to see it, but it was glorious. <laughs> There's a lot of tongue. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, there's a lot of tongue. <laughs> Even when it involves me, I'm not okay with it. <laughs> you prude. <laughs> well, you know, it is what it is, I guess. <laughs> Okay, so uh, the mom opens up her closet and walks in. She says, see, there's nothing there. And she closes the doors. The daughter says she doesn't like this house. And the mom says she'll get used to it. And her and her little brother will be very happy there. Okay, listen, though. When a kid is that freaked out about something and, like, I don't know, I feel like there should be some sort of, like, I mean, they might just be freaking out because they saw a scary movie. Mm -hmm. But if all of a sudden, okay, I'd be a little suspicious, maybe just because I've watched so much Supernatural. Right. (laughs) But I would be a little bit suspicious if we, like, moved into a new house and the kids are, like, freaking out about, like, all these different things and, like, this is not okay and this is not, I'd be like, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I need to set up some, like, video cameras at the very least. Yeah. 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 Um, so the mom puts her back to bed, and before she leaves the room, the daughter uh, has her mom block the closet doors with a chair. And her mom is like, okay, I'll do it. I like, mean, but it's a solid plan. Yeah, but it's like it's like clearly something that she's been doing, like, every night. Yeah. So the mom... It's a routine at that yeah, point. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, the mom goes back to unpacking, and she hears a weird rattling, tapping sound, and she says... Please, God, don't let it be rats. <laughs> Girl, it ain't. <laughs> also, like, thank God it's not, because the rats are a fucking nightmare. Like, they are literally the word. All right, there's this one time. Um, I was living uh, by myself in the house I grew up in. That's a long story. Um, and my my dad would come back every day to work. He's a chiropractor, and the downstairs was like the doctor's office. So um, he was living with somebody else in Seattle, and um, I had the house to myself. So um, I had a tiny little Christmas tree because it was Christmas time, one of those little half trees. <laughs> And um, they're so cute, though. I know it was super cute. And Eric had this um, string of Yoda lights, right? <laughs> and so, so we had we had Yoda lights and Tardis lights, and we had strung them around this little tree. <laughs> and um, I came home from work one day, and the um, the 
the lights were still on the tree, but like the plug in part had been chewed off. Oh no. So, and it, and it was gone. <laughs> and like we had been having rat problems for a while. And so I just like freaked out finally. I was like screaming. <laughs> I'm like, you fucking rats. Like, you dirty rat. How dare you take my Yoda lights? And I was, I was just screaming, which is something I never do. Like, nobody else was home. Eric wasn't. And when I say I live there by myself, I mean, Eric lived there with me. <laughs> this is like right before we got our house. But anyways, I just like lost my shit. I was like screaming about these lights and how dare they. And I put up with their poop. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And um, and then the next day, I came home from work, and they had returned it. <laughs> they they put it back where they found it. The they Chudo, heard you. Yeah, it was it was like, like sorry, man, I didn't know it was that big. Yeah, it was. So, I mean, it's not like I could use them because they chewed through the freaking wires. But like, <laughs> but they returned them to me. They had a moment of guilt, and it was like I was so impressed, but also like terrified like <laughs> like these rats are geniuses <laughs> they know yeah rats are actually really smart yeah like really smart yeah also fun fact about rats did you know that their pee is fluorescent and also they can't hold their pee because they don't have that muscle and so they're just peeing constantly all the time so if you want to know where a rat is you just turn off all the lights and find a black light and then you'll be able to see their pee everywhere and also (laughs) they follow the same tracks all the time and so you just find their little pee tracks and you could put a rat trap down okay Mm -hmm. i heard this i don't know if it's like for real or not but i think from what it sounds like, you can just put a trap down in their little pee line and they'll just walk right into it because Whoa. it's like in their path and that's their path that they take. That's crazy. You don't even have to bait it. I don't know. We we tried a lot of things to get rid of like humane things <laughs> because yeah. we're humane. <laughs> um, I mean, you could still put a cage in their way. Yeah. Well, I, I guess we've had a rat problem back when I was a kid, and there, my dad finally, like, resorted to, like, poison, and there was still some up in our attic, Ugh. and they got into it finally and, like, died in the walls, and it was just, oh. like, the worst funk that, for I've smelled da- dead so rat funk. <laughs> dad oh. funk. <laughs> God. <laughs> no. I've smelled dead rat funk. <laughs> It it's is nasty. so awful. Like, oh. Yeah. It, so bad. Ugh. Anyways. So. <laughs> it ain't rats. <laughs> yeah. So she ventures into the basement with a flashlight uh, to look for these rats, I guess. Like, I, I don't even know. Mm-hmm. She's, she's checking on that noise. If but, I heard scratching, I wouldn't be able. I think I'd be too nervous to go and check yeah. and see what it was. Yeah, I would. I would be too. <laughs> and we cut to upstairs in the daughter's room and the chair in front of the closet is moving by itself away from the door. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> it's like slow creaking as it moves. It's so creepy. Um, the daughter sits up in bed. That's where I start screaming. I know. Like, I would have seen the door, or the door, I would have seen the chair move just a tiny little bit, and I would have been like, Yeah. I'm not, yeah, I would, yeah. <laughs> Back down in the basement, the mom has found uh, an old chest of pictures. She pulls one out, and it's a picture of Daddy Winchester. I know. Uh, back upstairs, the closet door starts slowly opening, and um, Homegirl is still not screaming. She's just sitting there and, like, in her bed, kind of, like, backing up a little bit and, like, holding her, like, I think it was, like, a stuffed animal of some variety or mm-hmm. something, like, up to her face, and that's it. Yeah, I would be screaming and possibly pooping. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, downstairs, mom is looking through a bunch of old family pictures of the Winchester. Okay, I heard that as downstairs, mom. Like, there's an upstairs mom and a downstairs mom. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know. What is a downstairs mom? I don't know. And what is an upstairs mom? I don't know. <laughs> thing okay listen (laughs) it's not millennials that have the problem it's gen z all you millennials out there will agree with me (laughs) i am an exennial or whatever that little micro generation is called (laughs) i'm technically a millennial you are totally a millennial but 
here's the thing, is that a lot of people blame millennials for problems, but it's not even millennials. I agree with you. It's Gen Z. It's like, they think that everybody from, like, whenever the millennial group starts to now Mm -hmm. is all millennials. It's like, no, all the kids in high school and stuff that you're complaining about saying that they're millennials, that's Gen Z. Mm -hmm. That's not millennials. Like, millennials are a completely different group. Yeah. So, anyways, that's my my rant for (laughs) this section. There might be more later. (laughs) So, upstairs, uh, whatever is in the closet seems to be made of fire. uh, And the little girl finally starts to scream. Like, what took her so long? I know, right? Like, how come, like, okay, you wait until it catches on fire and then you start screaming? Yeah. No. (laughs) <laughs> Nothing else is catching on fire, so at least there's that. Yeah. And we cut to outside uh, the mom's new house, and we see her in an upstairs window banging on it, and it looks like she's saying help, and it's kind of in slow motion. And then Sam wakes up in a motel room bed. The woman in the window was a dream he was having. So there's that. <laughs> um, a little later, Sam is drawing a tr- a tree on some paper and Dean is telling him about a few cases he thinks he's found. Uh, Sam is totally preoccupied with his tree, though. Yeah, like, it's, dude, it's a tree. He says, wait, I've seen this tree, and pulls a family picture out of John's journal. Also, I think it's hilarious that it took him drawing this tree so many times to wait wait, I recognize it, you know? (laughs) Yeah, he draws it, like, four times. Yeah, it's, like, on multiple pieces of paper, he's drawing the same tree, and then all of a sudden after, like, Effort number four or five or whatever it is at that point. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, wait, I think I know what this is. Like, it took you that long, buddy? Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't take a short amount of time to draw a tree like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, it has, uh, the picture has this, the same tree in the background. Blah. Uh, he tells Dean he knows where they have to go next, back home to Kansas. Dean is like, okay, why? <laughs> uh, what? Uh, Sam thinks the people who live there in their old house might be in danger. Dean wants to know why Sammy would think that, but he's just like, trust me. And Dean says, hey, you got to give me more than that. <laughs> uh, Sam says he's been having nightmares. And Dean says, I've noticed. <laughs> Sam says sometimes they come true. Dean's like, what? <laughs> also, like, that's kind of sketchy. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's a nice little truth bomb to drop. I know. <laughs> um, Sam finally tells him that he dreamt of Jessica's death for days before it happened. He said he didn't do anything about it because he didn't believe it would happen. Now he's dreaming about their old house and some woman inside screaming for help. He says this is where it all started. It has to mean something. Maybe the thing that killed mom is still there. Dean looks completely bewildered. He says to Sam, first you tell me you've got The Shining, and then you tell me that I got to go back home, especially when I swore to myself that I would never go back there. He doesn't want to go back home. I know. so sad. Dean looks super, like, emotional for kind of the first time. Yeah. Really. Like, he he can't handle this information about Sam. Yeah. I think it's not the most emotional that he's in, like, or that he is in this episode, but, like, still, he it's, like, kind of the first hint of, like, maybe he's not just, like, a girl chasing, like, poker playing (laughs) tool. I feel like he he looks more upset about the fact that Sam is having this, precog whatever yeah than he is about having to go home yeah but but he yeah too much information at once <laughs> yeah sam says they have to check this out just to make sure and dean says i know we do so we cut back to lawrence kansas uh they pull up to their old house sam says you gonna be all right man and dean replies let me get back to you on that he's so sad yeah he cannot deal with any of this Mm -mm. so they knock on the front door and the mother answers uh dean starts to say that there was some government agency but sam interrupts them um, and tells her exactly who they are and that they used to live there to which dean is like what the fuck are you doing man (laughs) (laughs) why man why don't go with honesty we had a good thing going yeah ew (laughs) um he says they were just driving by and wondered if they could see the old place honest sammy (laughs) yeah (laughs) um she says she found some of their old family photos and invites them in they walk into the kitchen and you finally see her son richie 
He's a toddler. She has him in a baby gate. He's jumping up and down and chanting, juice, juice, all over. Again. Okay, the kid is acting possessed. <laughs> like, when I first watched this episode, I definitely was like, there's something wrong with the kid. <laughs> you know? Like, because yeah. he's, like, so, like, crazy about the juice. Like, and I mean, I get it. Like, toddlers can become fixated on things sometimes. Yes. But also, like, in Supernatural world, like, you don't usually see something, like, that amped up unless there's something wrong with them. Like, <laughs> That's true. My dad says that I was kind of like that about juice. Like, I'd call it my bottle juice. And I would, like, like even younger than this kid, I would just, like, run around going, I want my bottle juice. <laughs> That's kind of great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she gets some juice out of the fridge for him, and we see that she's got a baby-proof lock on the refrigerator door. They also meet her daughter, whose name is Sari. Uh, the mom says they moved here for a fresh start, and Sam asks how how she's liking it so far. She says, no offense to your childhood memories, but this place has got some issues. Like flickering lights. What? Scratching noises in the basement. Nope. <laughs> and the thing in Sari's closet. Ah! <laughs> Uh, the mom, and her name is Jenny, by the way, <laughs> um, says Sari had a nightmare the other night, but Sari says that she was definitely awake. The thing came into her bedroom, and it was on fire. <laughs> <laughs> and Sammy is, like, definitely freaking out at this point. Like, this is way too much info that's, like, legit. Like, this is just too much evidence in a row for me to be acting calm. <laughs> yeah, because normally they ask people, you know, do you smell anything? Did you see anything weird? Any Hear any strange noises? And this woman it's is just like, just like this, this. This, 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 yeah. this, yeah. All of these things are happening. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, and there's a fire figure. <laughs> like that's not suspicious enough already right. on its own. <laughs> right. So they leave and Sam is upset about all the signs of a malevolent spirit. And Dina's upset that Sam is having visions. Sam uh, is like, forget about that. Do you think the thing in the house is the thing that killed mom and Jess? Has it come back or has it been there the whole time? And Dean says, maybe it's something else entirely. And they're totally yelling at each other on this point. They're just, like, out on the street yelling at each other. They're just freaking out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Do you know? No, I don't know. Do you yeah. know? <laughs> That's kind of funny. But um, Sam says they've um, got to get the family out of the house. And Dean wants to know how they're supposed to do that. Um, they realize they need to work this case just like it was any other case. So normally they would dig into the history of the house, but they already know what happened. So Sam asked Dean how much he remembers about the night that mom died and Dean says not much he remembers the fire the heat and then he carried Sammy out of the house Aww. and Sam says you did oh <laughs> he's like you love me <laughs> it like changes Sam's whole childhood I feel yeah. like um, then Dean says that they both know dad's story that mom was on the ceiling and whatever put her there was long gone by the time dad found her yeah. So Sam asks if dad ever had a theory about what did it. And Dean says if he did, he kept it to himself. Sam says to figure out what's happening now, they need to figure out what happened then. See if it's the same thing. So they're at a gas station while they're having this whole talk. And Dean excuses himself to go to the bathroom. But instead, he pulls out his cell phone and calls his dad. He gets his voicemail, of course, um, and explains the situation. And he is like crying almost no. like he is about to single man tear <laughs> like which you will get that reference later. yeah i mean his like his chin is wobbling and it is it's the first time you really see him like that i can't handle dean looking sad also it's just like he doesn't know what to do and he really wants his daddy and it's so sad i and know it's like sweet at the same time but also it's so sad i know he says that he doesn't know what to do and ask him to come to Lawrence because he needs his help. It was a good fucking scene. <laughs> like, I I appreciate seeing this side of Dean. Yeah, and it's the first time you truly see. Like, I mean, you kind of he kind of hinted to it earlier mm -hmm. in the uh, in one of the earlier scenes, but like this is the first time you see him actually like being truly emotional and yeah. like no like walls up, no nothing because he thinks he's by himself, and it's like you kind of get a little glimpse into like. Yeah. Dean's. And he can't do that in front of Sam. No. Mm -mm. Yeah. Uh, we cut to Jenny in her house talking to a repairman or a plumber, whatever this guy is. <laughs> <laughs> her sink's all backed up and he's here to check it out. 
That sounds a little like bound chicken wow wow, but that's <laughs> not what I mean. Bound cow. <laughs> 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 meow chicken meow meow. <laughs> I still like brown chicken brown cow the best. <laughs> My immature self and my immature friends in high school <laughs> would say that frequently. Yes. Um, this is not that kind of situation. <laughs> Decidedly um, not. Yeah. He's uh, he's working under the sink, and then one of those cymbal clapping monkey toys starts moving. Uh, oh. Who has those? It's like straight giggling at him. Like, it's so not okay. Uh, and it totally reminds me of in the Phantom of the Opera that music box that they have that like sings and like claps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's not creepy so much in that movie, but still, like, isn't it more like, like melancholy and lonely in that movie? Yeah, and it's just kind of sad. Yeah, this, this is, one's a little more sinister. This is straight up terrifying. <laughs> it's the crazy cousin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't like it. Um, he turns the power off to the garbage disposal and makes sure it won't turn on. Then he sticks his hand way in there. Why? <laughs> yeah, and it turns on, of course. Um, he had taken some pipes apart under the sink, and you can see blood pouring down. Oh. And he cannot get his hand out of there. You see him, like, kind of struggle, but it, like, pulls him back in. Yeah. Uh, and the creepy monkey starts, like, chittering and clapping again. I know. It's like he stuck his hand on the disposal, and he's, like, clearly being mauled by this disposal. And the monkey's just laughing at him and clapping. His yeah. He's like, whoa. Ugh. <laughs> Nothing is right about that. So we cut to Gunther's Auto Repair, where John used to work. There, uh, Sam and Dean are talking to the owner, who used to co-own the place with John. He says it must be 20 years since John disappeared. And why are the cops interested in uh, this case all of a sudden? So Sam and Dean have said they are cops and mm-hmm. not Sam and Dean. <laughs> yes. Which is, I don't think they needed to do that. They could have just been honest, probably, but... I, yeah, I think they could have, but I wonder how much it would have, like, spiraled into, like, oh, what's he up to? And then trying to, like, them answering all these questions instead of asking them. Right, right. So Dean says they're reopening some of the unsolved cases, and the Winchester disappearance is one of them. And they want to know whatever he can remember about John. The guy says he was a stubborn bastard. (laughs) Uh, Sounds like a Winchester man. Yeah, he used to be a Marine uh, and hated to lose whatever game they were playing. Uh, But he sure loved Mary and doted on those kids, which is... He's Sam. got a soft side. I know. It's like you get the Sam and the Dean personalities in that mm-hmm. sentence right there because he's got like the tough like let's do this like the Dean and then he like but he loves his family and all that sort of stuff and he's got a soft Sammy side. I know. <laughs> I know. I love John Winchester. I do. Every, I know a lot of people like hate him and think he's a bad dad and I'm not saying he's a good dad but <laughs> I, I do love the character and think he's interesting. I really like the character. I think later it's like you get kind of miffed at him here and there but oh yeah like, also he's still their dad you right know? right and you know they still love him yeah um then after the fire he started um reading strange old books and seeing a local palm reader so they try to find this palm reader um, by looking in the phone book sam is reading off names one of them is missouri mosley dean says in dad's journal first sentence first page is written i went to missouri and i learned the truth curiouser and curiouser mm-hmm. So they go to Missouri's place and meet her. She says, you boys grew up handsome. <laughs> and you were one goofy looking kid, too, to Dean. <laughs> Which I think is funny because he's like definitely very much like, I'm, attra- I'm attractive and I know it. Yeah. Yeah. He's just like, how dare you? <laughs> what? She does not look pleased. Um, she takes Sam's hand and says, I'm sorry about your girlfriend. And your father. He's missing. And Sam asks how she knew all that. And she says she that he was just thinking it just now. Sam wants to know uh, where their dad is and if he's okay. And she says she doesn't know. He's like, aren't you a psychic? <laughs> and she says she can read thoughts and energies in a room, but she can't pull facts out of thin air. Sassy girl. <laughs> yeah, she's throwing a bunch of sass at Dean. And, I like her. <laughs> and it's great. And Sam is loving it. Because yeah, Dean is just like already getting scolded by this lady yeah yeah she says john came for a reading a few days after the fire and she told him what was really out there and basically drew back the curtains for him so dean wants to know what killed their mom but she couldn't tell when she visited the house but it was pure evil 
<laughs> yeah. So we, we cut back to Jenny's house. She's in the kitchen. Uh, Richie's in his baby cage. <laughs> and <laughs> I mean, it's a gate. <laughs> She's in a baby gate. But it's also kind of a cage. But it's a cage. I think it's great. Yeah. Um, she <laughs> you hear, gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> she hears a noise upstairs and goes to investigate. And she's kind of like muttering to herself about rats. <laughs> and we cut back to Sam, Dean, and Missouri. Um, Missouri says she's been keeping an eye on the house and there's been no freak accidents or sudden deaths. So why is it acting up now? And Sam says their dad going missing, Jessica dying, and the house thing all happening at once. It seems like something is starting. Uh, we cut back to Jenny's kitchen. Richie is all alone in his baby cage. And you see the hinges come apart um, on their own. And one side falls down. Richie looks pretty excited about this. <laughs> I mean, I would be too. Yeah. we got freedom, man. <laughs> then you see the baby-proof latch on the refrigerator unlatch on its own. Uh, the refrigerator door opens. Richie gets up and goes to get his juice. Because he's a juice monster. <laughs> yeah. He, like, crawls in the refrigerator get it, to get it, and the door closes on him, and then the latch relatches. Why wouldn't he just, like, reach in and grab it, you know? Like, why does he have to, like, crawl in there? I, I know. Like it doesn't look like it's all the way in the back, but... It definitely looks like it's within arm's reach. Like, he could probably just, like lean forward and get mm-hmm. it, you know. But maybe he was like, ooh, a fun crawling space. Yeah, you, you never know? know what goes through the minds of a kid. I know. The minds. <laughs> Apparently they've got more than one. I mean. <laughs> this is another supernatural <laughs> thing that needs to be just like, <sighs> talked about, I guess. But So Jenny comes back and she can't find Richie. She's looking all around and finally notices milk spilling out from the bottom of the fridge door and she finds him in there. What in the heck, you know? If that if I found my kid in the fridge, <laughs> dude, I would just die. Like <laughs> what just happened? Yeah, that's so terrifying. Um, you are not a husky. Get out of the fridge. Yeah. You know, <laughs> have you seen all those memes with the huskies or whatever that they're like they're in their natural habitat and they like show a picture of a like a husky puppy or something like curled up in the fridge? No, and that sounds awful. Well, the, I mean, it's like cuz it's cold. Cuz it's cold, right? Yeah, I mean, but also, there's no air in there. Well, it's just, it's not like they're, like, in the fridge, in the fridge. They're just, like, somebody clearly placed the puppy there and mm-hmm. then took a picture and took them out, you know, but still. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's kind of cute. <laughs> uh, then Sam, Dean, and Missouri knock on the front door. Uh, they ask if they can show Missouri the house, and she says it's a bad time. Dina's like, hey, this is important. And Missouri smacks him on the back of the head <laughs> and says, can't you see she's upset? And then she tells Jenny uh, to forgive Dean because he's not the sharpest tool in the shed. <laughs> he means well, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's just constantly rattling out one diss after another towards Dean. And I think it's amazing because it's like knocking him down a few pegs. Mm-hmm. Also, like, he's so used to being so cocky and stuff all the time. But it's just great watching him, like, it's just, wonderful. like, stutter after. Afterwards, just like, ah, I just, ah, you yeah. know, he can't handle it. Yeah, and she's doing it because she can, like, freaking read his thoughts. I know, just like, ha, I got you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Missouri lays it all out for Jenny. She knows that Jenny thinks there's something in the house and that wants to hurt her family. Um, so they walk into a room, and Missouri says there's a dark energy, and it's centered here. Turns out it's Sammy's old nursery where all the action happened. Retro. I know. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, Missouri says she doesn't know if the boys will be disappointed or relieved, but whatever is here isn't the thing that took their mom. Uh, she says the energy feels different. So Sam says, what is it? And she says, not it, them. There's more than one spirit in this place. Um, they're here because of what happened to your family. You see, all those years ago, real evil came to you. And that kind of evil leaves wounds, and sometimes wounds get infected. Uh, gross. So first of all, it's not what took their mom. And also, there's way more than, well, there's at least more than one of them, which just, ick. Yeah. (laughs) That's not a good situation to be in. She says the place is a magnet for paranormal energy. It's attracted a poltergeist, and it won't rest until Jenny and her kids are dead. She says she can't quite make out the second spirit. Dean says, one thing's for damn sure. No one is dying in this house ever again. So how do we stop it? He gets all business-like. Yeah. <laughs> so they start making little pouches uh, <laughs> filled with some odds and ends, but also um, Angelica Root, Van Van Oil, and Crossroads Dirt. What is Van Van Oil? I don't know. I've never heard of it. Like, I know some about essential oils, <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like this is not an essential oil. <laughs> it's probably not. And also, like... <laughs> 
I've never even heard of it other than this. Like, I'm thinking ever. of like literal like old beat up van like <laughs> car oil. <laughs> it's, it's what's left of the hipster vans, right. man. <laughs> or so, hippie vans, yeah. not hipster. Hipster is the new age. <laughs> yes. Uh, Missouri says that they need to put them inside the wall, the pouches, inside the walls. <laughs> in the- put them inside the walls. <laughs> She's going to put Sam and Dean inside the walls. <laughs> Go uh, find it. <laughs> yeah. In the north, south, east, and west corners on each floor of the house. Um, that's a lot. Of pouches, I yeah. feel. Because it's got, what, three floors, at least, right? If you include the basement. Oh, I guess the basement, yeah. Yeah. So she says it should destroy the spirits and purify the house completely. And she says they'll, they will each take a floor, but they need to work fast because once the spirits realize what they're up to, things are going to get bad. Uh, we cut to Missouri walking Jenny and her kids out of the house. Jenny is not incredibly comfortable leaving them alone in her house, but Missouri says uh, just to take her kids to a movie and it'll be over by the time they get back. Yeah, she's definitely uncomfortable with leaving them, but also not uncomfortable enough to actually stay. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, uh, okay, I get it, I'm leaving. Yeah, <laughs> after the whole, like, Richie in the refrigerator thing. Yeah. I'd be getting out Yeah, I'd be like, do what you need to do. <laughs> also, like I said earlier, just move out. <laughs> right, right. She can't, though. She doesn't have a job. This is true. Yeah. Yeah, but go stay with somebody for a while. For yeah. Real. yeah. So we cut to Sam tapping on a wall, trying to find a hollow spot with a hammer, and you see an electrical cord unplug itself and start snaking over to Sammy. Nope, 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 nope. Yeah, and it is moving like a snake. Yeah. Blah. I mean, snakes don't bother me, but when inanimate objects start acting like snakes, that might bother me a little more. Right. Uh, then we see Dean in the kitchen, and he starts axing a wall, <laughs> and a drawer starts opening. Uh, the Missouri is in the basement, and luckily the wall is all messed up, so she can just toss her pouch in. <laughs> Lucky duck. <laughs> I know. That's convenient. But then uh, a dresser kind of rams into her and pins her to the wall. Kind of rams into her. It super rams into her. <laughs> she's like, huh! And she's like, stuck. Yeah. We go back to Dean, who um, is about to pouch the wall. <laughs> <laughs> okay, not gonna lie, when I read your notes earlier, it, I thought you meant like punch the wall, and I was like, why did you spell punch wrong? And I was like, no, he's putting the pouch in the wall. <laughs> it took me a minute. He's, he's pouching that shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> which brings me to a story. <laughs> Okay, we used, like, we had a couple of hamsters when my brother and I were kids, Mm -hmm. and every time, like, you give them treats, they wouldn't ever, like, just eat it. They'd always, like, shove it in their cheeks, and they would shove stuff in their cheeks until, like, their cheeks were wider than they were long, you know? Oh, my God, Killian does that sometimes. (laughs) It was just like, oh, my gosh, you get this, like, little hamster body, and then, like, a huge head because they've got so... I mean, they could stick an entire baby carrot in there. Oh, my God. And, like, be fine. And then shove other stuff in there, too. It was just like, what in the world? It's like the Mary Poppins bag. Yeah. (laughs) It just never ends. And, like, yeah. (laughs) Pouching stuff. We used to call it pouching stuff. Like, it'd be like, oh, the hamster's gonna pouch it. Watch. (laughs) (laughs) That's so cute. Then they can just, like, eat it on their own. Yeah, they'd usually, like, the second you stuck them back in their cage, they'd just, like take one of their like their back foot and like shove everything out of their cheeks oh. and so they just like all this stuff would just pile up in front of them Gross. and it would stay dry you know it wasn't like slimy or anything yeah but they would just like take their back leg and just like shove everything out oh my god <laughs> and then you just and then they'd like carry it around or do whatever or start eating it or just like bury it in a corner somewhere right <laughs> it, was, it was weird <laughs> hamsters are weird <laughs> but adorable they are adorable um, Except when they bite your toes. Yeah, that's not okay. That's a whole nother story that we don't need to get into right now. <laughs> <laughs> but it hurts. So I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> um, Dean turns around because he hears a noise <laughs> and ducks just in time to not get stabbed in the face by a knife. Ugh. Yeah. He turns the kitchen table on its side and hides behind it uh, and... Let's see. The table gets stabbed through with a buttload of knives. He wouldn't be pretty out for that one. He he just would not be pretty. (laughs) No. We cut back to Sam, who gets attacked by the lamp cord. Uh, It wraps around his neck, and he is choking. He drops his pouch on the floor. Dean runs in, kicks a hole in the wall, and stuffs the pouch in. I love how he's just like, screw it! 
bang. You know? Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm doing yeah. I, like, I'm pretty sure there was a pouch size hole already in the wall. But I thought there was too. Yeah. But, but dude is like, I'm going to kick this wall. <laughs> <laughs> so then there's a super bright flash of light and uh, Dean is able to get the cord off of Sam. And then Dean hugs him. <laughs> a bro moment. Yes. Uh, they start cleaning up the house, and Sam asks Missouri if it's over. She doesn't seem sure, even though she says it is over. Um, Sam doesn't think so either. And then Jenny and her kids come home. Jenny is like, what happened to my house? Because it's all fucked up. <laughs> it is trashed. <laughs> <laughs> Sam says, we'll pay for all of the damage. And Dean's looking at him like, we will? <laughs> and Missouri says, don't worry. Dean's going to clean up this mess. <laughs> Then to Dean, she says, well, what are you waiting for, boy? Get the mop. And don't cuss at me. <laughs> like, just, oh, by the way, I can read your mind. And don't swear at me, you little turd. Yeah. <laughs> a while later, they leave. And Dean is holding Missouri's arm as they walk down the stairs, which I thought was pretty sweet. Yeah. He's, like, helping her down. Um, Jenny seems happy as she says goodnight to them. Uh, then we cut to Jenny in bed. And the bed starts shaking. Exorcist style. Yeah, like. it is like <laughs> rattling around. Um, God, I had some like terrible moments where I thought that was happening. What? Yeah, it's like a, it was like um, last year sometime. I was not getting enough sleep, oh. and I don't know if you've ever been in that state with like a kid. But I'd like start to like fall asleep, and I would think that we were having an earthquake because like it felt I wasn't shaking. And, yeah. like, and, like, Eric would be next to me, and I'd be, like, am I shaking? And, like, my body wasn't. But it felt like the bed was under me. It was <laughs> yeah, so it crazy. Yeah, some sleep. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, I get a little bit weird <laughs> if I don't sleep enough. I mean, people get a little weird in general when they get when they don't have sleep. But I've yeah. never heard of earthquakes. <laughs> yeah. That's a new one. <laughs> yeah. I looked it up, and it's kind of along the lines of, like, sleep paralysis. Like, it's oh. just, like, it just, I mean... Bitch, you need more sleep, pretty much, right? Like, <laughs> well, like right before when you fall asleep, you know, if you get like the jolt, is yeah. that kind of what they're mm-hmm. going on? Okay. Yeah. Um, but it would like fully wake me up and still be going. You know what I mean? Like I would oh. be like wide awake, like like there is a fucking earthquake. That's so right strange. Now. Yeah. It hasn't happened in forever, thank God. It's like the episode of Bugs where only the one guy has the earthquake and falls into That's the That's right. <laughs> Oh, my God. What? <laughs> Connections were made. <laughs> oh, my God. Anywho. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Oh, P.S. I did some looking into that whole, when we had that question about do hotels have a, a 13th floor? Uh-huh. And they don't. Most hotels will skip the 13th floor and call it the 14th floor. And a lot of other buildings do it, too. But it's mostly a hotel thing. That's interesting. Yeah. Just for that whole superstition thing. <laughs> So the 14th floor is really the 13th in most hotels. Huh. Yeah. I definitely this last week have been like searching everywhere for bugs. (laughs) (laughs) I have been so paranoid. (laughs) It hasn't been great. Yeah. Yeah. But it's fine. Um we see Sam and Dean are camped outside the house and baby. And Dean is like, what are we still doing here? And Sam says he uh, just had a bad feeling. Then Sam sees Jenny at her bedroom window, uh, banging on the window and kind of screaming for help, just like in his dream. Um, I know. So they kind of rush in. Uh, back in Jenny's bedroom, she can't get the door opened. Uh, in Sari's room, the closet door is open and the fire spirit has materialized. Dean kicks in Jenny's bedroom door and Sam gets Richie. Uh, he goes to Sari's room and sees the fire figure. He gets her out and says, Sari, take your brother outside as fast as you can and don't look back. Which is exactly what John said to Dean Aww. when Mary was on fire. And there's no way that he could have known that no. either because he was really little. I mean, they could have told him. Maybe, but yeah, like, I don't think he did that. Doubt or it, he knew you know? that. Yeah. So um, then something knocks Sam over and starts dragging him deeper into the house. It wants Sammy. Ugh, that was that was creepy. <laughs> that was a little bit yeah. creepy. Um, the kids get outside and Dean asks Sari where Sam is. She says something got him, and then the front door slams shut. So Dean gets some weapons out of the trunk and starts trying to kick in the front door um, while we see Sam getting thrown around by an invisible force. Like a sack of potatoes. I mean, he's just getting tossed here and there. Like, there, he's just like a rag doll. Yeah. There's nothing, I mean, he has no control over what's right. happening. Ugh. So Sam gets pinned to a wall, and we see the fire spirit walking towards him. Dean finally axes his way inside, 
uh, and finds Sam and points his gun at the fire spirit. Sam says, no, don't. Dean wants to know why. And Sam says, because I know who it is. I can see her now. Then the fire goes out and it's Mary freaking Winchester. Oh, also so sad. I know. She, ugh. She smiles. Sam cries. So do I. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. It's such a, like, she's just, like, smiling at them. And Dean's like, Mom. And she's like, Dean. And then Sammy's like, Mommy. Because, I mean, you think about it. He never got to know her. I mean, obviously he knows who she is from, like, pictures Mm -hmm. and stuff. But, like, he never got to meet her. Like, this is Sam's first time meeting his mom. Right. And she's still wearing the, like, nightgown she died in. At least it's not all bloody. (laughs) Right. Her hair looks great, though. I know. (laughs) Yeah. Like, she's looking pretty put together for a ghost. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Then she kind of, like, ghost shuffles around. She does that, like... That ghost stuttering effect. Yeah. Shaky walk. Yeah. (laughs) And she says to the poltergeist, you get out of my house and let go of my son. Then she gets all flamey again. uh, And the fire goes up onto the ceiling uh, and goes out. And then Sam can move again. The little whirly vortex. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Did the fire have to go back on the ceiling? (laughs) I'm just saying. Like, we remember where she died. Okay. (laughs) I mean, like... You're putting, you're just, it's like putting salt in an open wound. Right. Like, why? <laughs> just why would you do that? Uh, so we cut to the morning. Sam and Dean are saying goodbye to Jenny. Um, she gave them all those old pictures she found. Which was like super awesome. It was, yeah. But they got to have those. Uh, Missouri walks out of the house and says all the spirits are gone, even their mom. She says their mom's spirit and the poltergeist energy uh, canceled each other out. Their mom destroyed herself going after the thing. And Sam asks why she would do something like that. And Missouri says, well, to protect her boys, of course. She totally, like, destroyed herself for her boys. And it was so cute. I know. And so sad. Uh, at least she's not just, like, a spirit, uh, you know, an unhappy, flamey spirit anymore. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So at least there's that. Um, She apologizes to Sam for not being able to sense the spirit even when he could. He asks her, what's happening to me? But she doesn't know. So they all say goodbye and Sam and Dean drive away. Missouri gets to her own house and walks in and says to someone who is off screen, that boy, he has such powerful abilities. Why he couldn't sense his own father, I have no idea. And we see that she is talking to John Winchester. Daddy who, Winchester! Who is sitting on her couch. Ugh. Ugh. This is the first time we see him that isn't yeah. like a 22 years ago flashback. Or a picture of some variety. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So he asks her if Mary Spirit really saved the boys, and she says yes. And then we see that he's still wearing his wedding band. Oh. And I ugly cry. He's clearly not over it. Oh, that was I mean, so sad. Yeah, you wouldn't be over it. But, like, you know, he's definitely, like, he has not moved on. He mm-hmm. has been in this, like, track for a long time. Yeah, the whole time. Missouri says, John Winchester, I could just slap you. Why don't you go talk to your children? He says he wants to, but he can't. Not yet. Not until he knows the truth. Also, like, what truth? You know? Yeah. What? You can't leave me hanging like that, man. Right. It's just not okay. And credits. <laughs> <laughs> also, what truth? I know. I don't, yeah, that's that's mysterious as fuck, John Winchester. <laughs> like, Don't do that to us. Right. Oh. Right. So, Sammy has powerful abilities, Missouri Mm -hmm. says. That's interesting. Yeah. (laughs) To be determined. That's that's (laughs) ominous. Definitely a little ominous. Yeah. (laughs) But, so my thoughts on this episode... um, They left... Okay, they left all these pictures in the attic, and... I think it was in the basement. I thought it was in the... Well, it could have been in the basement. She had an attic... I don't think any of her scenes were in the attic. I think she went down to the basement and all those. For some reason, I thought it was the attic. It probably doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter. But also, like, kind of surprising that with the house fire and stuff, they didn't burn. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, it's, like, super cool that, like, they were able to get those photos back and keep them. And in later episodes, the one, especially with Mary in it, mm-hmm. uh, the kind of, like, crinkly-looking one, yeah. that shows up a lot. That Dean just, like, keeps that, and that's, like, his thing. I know. And it's so sad, but it's so sweet. Like, he wants to keep his mommy with him. Mm-hmm. Because 
He loves his mommy. (sighs) (laughs) Also, like, they never said why Dean never wanted to go back to the house. They kind of, like, had a moment with him being all emotional and I don't want to go back there. Mm -hmm. But they never explained it, which just kind of made me mad, you know? Yeah, I mean, and it could have just been, like, something he decided when he was, like, seven. It could have been, but yeah. yeah. It's just, I don't know. I feel like they just left that open and Mm -hmm. they never, like, even mentioned any reason why he wouldn't have wanted to go back. Obviously, he's got bad memories. His mom died in that house. The house totally changed his dad. And their life, their life, you know, became not having a home after that and just living in, like, motel rooms in the car and, you know. But you would think that he would want to have a house again or a home again and mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff. So you would think that that would be good memories for him, not, I never want to go back there. Yeah. I don't know. It's just kind of weird to me that they never had a reason necessarily. Like, you can guess what the reasons are, but yeah. there's never a clear, like, he said, this is why I don't like this. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, so... Also, do you think that Mary was on fire constantly when she, like, showed up in that little girl's closet for so long because she died in fire? Or was that just, like, a coincidence? I think it's definitely because she died on fire. Also, so sad. (laughs) I mean, who wants to be on fire for 22 years? (laughs) I know. Constantly burning. Like, that just sounds terrible. Yeah. Thank goodness that she destroyed herself so that way she could, like, Mm -hmm. you know, be done with all that. Right. Um, yeah, those are my thoughts. (laughs) Yeah. So, my favorite moments from the episode, though, are (laughs) when Missouri says, boy, you put your foot on my coffee table, I'm gonna whack you with a spoon. And Uh Dean's like, I didn't do anything! And she's like, well, you were thinking about it. And then Sammy just starts, like, giggling in the background. (laughs) Yeah. He he loves that Dean is getting all of this. I know, because Dean gives him so much nonsense about everything Mm -hmm. that he's just like, hit, 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 hit. Yeah. Sammy loves it. You're getting it now. Mm -hmm. And my other favorite moment was when (laughs) Missouri also says, he means well. He's just not the sharpest tool in the shed. (laughs) (laughs) Also, (laughs) another favorite moment (laughs) is when she calls him a goofy looking kid. (laughs) Yeah. Because clearly all of these things are getting at him and it's just so funny to me that he gives people so much crap all the time and mm-hmm. now he's getting it and he just like can't handle it. I know and he's got nothing to say back to her because he no. like even though she's talking like this to him he like respects her Yeah, and <laughs> wants you know her help Yeah, you know and even when he does cuss at her she knows it like even in his mind she yeah. knows it and she's like dude no. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like oh I can't even think it. <laughs> But, that would suck. Yeah. <laughs> but those are my favorite moments. Yeah. My favorite moment um, is it's definitely when Dean is talking to his dad's voicemail. And I think it's because, you know, when he calls his dad and asks for mm-hmm. help. Um, and it's because, you know, it's the first time you really see Dean vulnerable. Yeah. Um, and having this much emotion, you know, he can't deal with it. He's yeah. about to cry. He's asking for help. And um, and he's so scared for, like, what this means for Sam. Like, yeah. Sam is having this problem, and mm-hmm. he doesn't know how to take care of him. Yeah, there's too much unknown, and he can't deal with it. Yeah, and I just, I loved it. I loved mm-hmm. the acting. It was amazing. Yeah. He does a good, like, about to break down. Yeah. Act, you know. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's pretty convincing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's very convincing. <laughs> so that was my favorite moment. <laughs> So some of our interesting facts from this episode um, is, well, one of them is the actress who plays Missouri was supposed to be the boy's ongoing advisor, parental, stand-in sort of uh, figure in future episodes, but she took a role on Grey's Anatomy instead. Not as good. Not as good. I mean... It has gone on for a long time, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure, so my mom watches Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, my cousin is, like, diehard. <laughs> yeah. My mom binge-watched, like, all of them at once, mm-hmm. <laughs> at one point, and it was just like, oh, okay. To be fair, she was, like, recovering from a surgery and whatnot, and so she was in bed anyways, but she yeah. literally was on Netflix, like, 24-7, like, staying up late at night, getting up early in the morning, just watching Grey's Anatomy. And oh, my so God. I wasn't able to watch anything on Netflix for, like, two months. Oh, no. <laughs> and it was just like, what in the world? 
child. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, we do that with Supernatural if we could. Uh, this is true. Yeah. <laughs> I did that with Supernatural right. when I was watching it. But it was DVDs, so I wasn't hogging up Netflix space. <laughs> yeah. I did that with Doctor Who. No. Like, totally. It was suddenly this thing I discovered, and I was like, I need to watch 22 hours a day of it so I can catch up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go. <laughs> and let's and we're off. Yeah. <laughs> so another interesting fact about this episode: um, when the poltergeist appears in the closet and the little girl is on the bed, there's a clown hanging from the headboard, and that's a reference to the movie The Poltergeist. Which... I don't remember that movie enough to know that we should watch it i haven't seen that movie so. yeah we should totally watch it out of all of the movies that i haven't seen i feel like okay so far out of all of the episodes that we've seen when they reference movies i haven't really seen any of them other than exorcist yeah but you've seen the shining oh that's true i have seen the shining and there's some references that is that- i think that's your next fact yeah right? yeah. Yeah. yeah so but- and It'll it'll get there. Don't worry. One day. <laughs> it'll get there. Yeah. Someday I'll understand things. Yeah. <laughs> but for now, it just goes right over my yeah. head. It's okay. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> so there's three references to the Stephen King stories in this episode. Well, at least three that we caught. Um, the first is when Dean says that Sam has The Shining. Um, the second is the clapping monkey, which is a reference to the monkey, which I've never heard of. I think it's a short story. Okay. In one of his anthologies. I, I, I don't remember it. I think I, I read those when I was like, if I had to guess, I'd say it's in his skeleton crew book, which I read when I was like nine. Oh, geez. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you were a brave nine-year-old. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, screw this R.L. Stein Fear Street. I'm ready for the Big Ten. <laughs> Um, Moving straight past the yeah. bumps. <laughs> but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was in a, a different set of his short stories. But that's yeah. what I think. Okay. Yeah. Um, so the third reference is when Dean uses an axe to chop his way through the door, which is also another Shining reference, which I oh, yeah. got that one. That's right. <laughs> and this is also the first um, episode with no fatalities. Whoa. Nobody dies in this one. Nobody died. Which is impressive Ex- because a lot of people die in Supernatural. Except for that dude's hand. That dude's hand totally died. Yeah. There's no coming back from that garbage disposal. Yeah, but no. But at least he lived. Also, you would think that he might not because, like, that's a blood. lot of blood. That was that was a lot of blood. <laughs> that is a lot of yeah. blood. That was... <laughs> hand soup. <laughs> 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 That's disgusting. <laughs> you didn't want to go there today, but we did, folks. <laughs> we just did. <laughs> Why soup? Why a food? I don't know, because it's in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll That's take it. That's just where my mind went, okay? <laughs> it doesn't have to make sense. <laughs> I'll take it. It's fine. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So more kind of like interesting facts slash slash (laughs) research. Um, So the Shining reference from the Shining movie kind of alludes to that, you know, Sam can read minds and kind of like mentally converse with others. Like that's what it means in the movie. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of interesting that Dean says that Sammy has the Shining, even though it's not really, like, it doesn't really line up. It's kind of like, are you kind of making fun of him and his newfound abilities? Or are you just, like, freaking out and, like, yeah. <laughs> can't handle it? And so you're like, oh, you've got the Shining, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting that that's what they said because it's mm-hmm. not totally what it is because the Shining is supposedly supposed to be, like, having conversations and, like, being able to communicate with your mind with other people which isn't quite what's going on here yeah um but anyways um they made a reference to zelda rubenstein um which was the movie who played some eccentric medium in the poltergeist movie um or the film series i Mm -hmm. guess which i didn't know is it a movie or is it a film series or is there more than one there's more than one okay yeah i was gonna say like i don't know if it was from the movie or what but Mm -hmm. um Anyways, so more research. Um, there's a website called unmistakablylawrence.com, which is about Lawrence, Kansas. Ooh. <sighs> it's great. Cool. I was looking at it, and I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. And I don't know if they, like, had this before the whole Supernatural thing, or if because they've... I'm sure they've gotten people that have visited Lawrence because of Supernatural. Yeah. Um, but they've got a whole specific link on their website for the town that's just got quirks of the town. 
Um, and they have a museum of odd there. It's literally called the Museum of Odd. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Which I think is kind of cool. Um, the people in the town are called Lorenzians. Oh. Which is kind of like fancy it sounding. It is fancy. <laughs> <laughs> They've got some pre-Civil War history. Um, and the history of urban legends is what drew Kripke to the town and what made him use the town as kind of like the birthplace of Supernatural mm-hmm. because it's just got so many odd, you know, background thing, background cool. story things that he's just like, this would be really cool. Um... So, there is a haunting in Lawrence that I saw was, and it was from the Sigma Nu fraternity, Mm -hmm. Um, and they have a female shape that, and flickering lights and sounds of footsteps and slamming doors that are said to be from a governor's mistress who hung herself there, so. Creepy. Kind of creepy. That's awesome. But, yeah. Well, I... Um, did a little bit of looking online, <laughs> and I came across an article on the Ranker website, um, and it is signs that you may have a poltergeist living in your home. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I know. The first sign is if you've got a teenager in the house. <laughs> Which apparently uh, the angst just draws poltergeists. Yeah, um, yeah usually... Um, Poltergeists appear when there's someone in your house that's coming of age. It's typically a teenage girl. Um, I don't know. They are a little more angsty, I feel like. Teenage boys just stink. Teenage girls are a little more angsty. And I'm sorry for all the teenage boys and girls out there that are listening to this, but it's true. We were all teenagers once, and we can relate. Yeah, it's totally true. (laughs) It's true. I was, like, a hot, angry mess. So, also, I was drunk all the time. So... I was definitely, I don't even know, like, as a teenager, I definitely had a little bit of the angst going on. Yeah. Just like, oh, you know, yeah. why does my family hate me, and why do I hate them, mm-hmm. and like, why is everything just like, ah? Right. You, know, you so, can't make sense of what's happening in your own brain. Yeah, and that's apparently um, attractive to poltergeists. <laughs> I mean, anger. Yeah. yeah. Um, another sign is if objects keep disappearing and then reappearing randomly. I feel like that happens in my house, but it's probably just my toddler. <laughs> also, that happens to me, but mostly because I forget where I put things. <laughs> yeah. Um, if household items are levitating. You know, pretty obvious. I think that's pretty obvious. Um, on this website, it says that in 2016, a family in Scotland was uh, scared out of their home when their chihuahua started levitating. Which, okay. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> Like, I don't know. To me, chihuahuas are kind of angsty personalities. <laughs> and so, I mean, okay, we had a chihuahua as a kid, and she was awesome. But not all chihuahuas are awesome. <laughs> Some chihuahuas are just angry little fellers. Like, yes. They're just not thrilled with life. You just imagine an angry one levitating. I know. Like, <laughs> in my mind, I just automatically go to one of those chihuahuas that, like, hates the world, and it's just like, ah! and, like, everything. <laughs> and I could just see this, like, angry chihuahua like just twisting around in the air just like somebody's picking me up and touching me and just like this like writhing chihuahua full of angst i know Uh, that's just where my mind goes um another sign is if um your house smells weird particularly um you know, just, like, one room of your house. I feel like that's a thing that happens in my house. <laughs> but also, that might be blamed on the toddler. Um, yeah. yeah. They can get into some weird stuff. <laughs> so, also, another sign could be power surges, um, randomly turning appliances on and off. Like the disposal. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, another are, um, like, rhythmic knocks uh, around your house on walls and stuff. And, okay, that's a thing that I feel totally happens in my house. <laughs> With your, like, what is it, the thing in your stove or whatever, when it gets windy, it, like, opens and shuts. And oh, makes yeah, it's sound. like the vent from, like, the stove. Yeah. Yeah, when it gets really windy, it kind of, like, it, <laughs> it makes a weird rattling sound, and it's awful. Definitely the first time I heard it, I think we were about to watch a scary movie, and I'm like, what was that? <laughs> um, we uh, haven't even watched anything yet. Yeah. What was that? <laughs> yeah. What's going My on? My house makes some weird ass noises. And it's like, I mean, we moved into this house when it was brand new. It's only like five years old. And like, they got some creaks in there, though. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, another sign is hearing footsteps. 
Um, that don't belong to somebody that lives there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another is, if it always feels like someone's watching you. Well. You know what? <laughs> Someone is always watching me. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we should get that looked at. <laughs> um, uh, feeling cold spots is another sign. Slamming doors. That's terrifying. That aren't teenagers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, another is the stacks on stacks of furniture. Have you ever seen a movie where that happens where there's like like kitchen chairs are like stacked on top of each other on top of like the table? Mm-mm. Ugh. I don't think so. That's always creepy. Always creepy to see in movies. Has that been in Supernatural at all? I don't think so. I mean, we've Mm-mm. seen like in bars you get like the tables that are you know, cleaned and the chairs mm-hmm. are turned on top of them or whatever. Which, okay, I've never understood that. Why do people do that? Because people are putting their nasty, dirty butts in that seat all day long. You clean a table and you don't clean the chair and you just stick the butt of the chair right on the table that you just cleaned. I have no idea. I've but, worked in, like, a cafe where we do that or we did that and, yeah, you're right. It doesn't make any sense unless the table maybe is wet enough that the chair is, like, getting cleaned by just touching the cleaner. I don't know. But, I think the point is to, like, clean the floor maybe, but that doesn't make sense. Yeah, but then why would you clean the table? And the, I feel like you would clean the table in the morning in that case. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't the know The things either. that perplex me. <laughs> That's true, though. I've never had that thought before. Yeah. It's just weird to me. Yeah, you're just getting, like, people's butts on tables. Yeah. And then people are eating on that. Yeah, butt funk. (laughs) Ugh. (laughs) So another sign is um, uh, weird messages on your phone. So if you get messages from unknown numbers. Yeah, and scratches on your skin. Ooh, I got a phone call from myself the other day. Like, from my number. Like That's weird. I, I mean, I read somewhere that that's just, like, a scam. Yeah. But... It, probably. It, but it was just, like, I'm calling myself. Like, what kind of, like, fucked up alternate universe <laughs> shit is going down right now? I need seven days! Yeah. It's just, like, this is what I need. I just, like, stared in horror at my phone. Like, I didn't even want to, like, like deny the call. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Don't touch it. It might explode. Yeah. He's just, like, I can't. I can't. So, um... Yep, those are the signs <laughs> that you might have a poltergeist in your house. Uh, yeesh. No. <laughs> so what was your idget or ass butt moment? So my idget moment was this morning, actually. So one of my patients canceled the night before, and I was like, okay, sweet, I get to sleep in. And so in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to sleep in, it's going to be great, and I'm going to wake up, you know, maybe not super early as like as what I normally would but maybe a little bit earlier than what I would need to and like go and get coffee and like be at work and show up with coffee and have it be like my day starts out with caffeine and it's gonna be great mm-hmm. nope <laughs> I definitely uh, hit my snooze button so many times and I'm like I got time I got time I got time because it's not a normal time that I leave for work right and I didn't take into account that the later in the day uh you go to my work the worse the traffic gets oh yeah and so I'm like oh and so I ended up getting there like a little less than 10 minutes before my first patient hey at least you got there before your patient well no he was already there I mean before your appointment yeah before the appointment yes but I was just kind of like oh man like yeah I just can't be trusted with time. <laughs> that sucks. I can't. <laughs> it was just, I meant for things to go so well this morning, and I just, like, blew it. No. <laughs> I mean, it's not like I was going to get in trouble or anything necessarily, but it mm-hmm. was just like, I definitely should have been here earlier. What was I doing with my life? <laughs> yeah. <Aww>. Not much. <laughs> you had good intentions. I had good intentions, but it just didn't pan out that way. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what was your idiot or aspect moment? Well, I have um, been trying to find the right anxiety medication, and I have been doing this for about five months now. <laughs> it's been a lot of, of well, trials. A lot of weird. Yeah, and yeah. so it's, I'm, I'm getting a little, I'm starting to feel a little hopeless, but um, the last one I was just on, um, Depakote, <laughs> I'll just name it, <laughs> um, uh, was giving me some... like some hallucinations some like auditory hallucinations (laughs) no good (laughs) yeah and at first like you know like trying to get my kid to go to sleep and like Eric being in the other room I would hear knocking on the walls which now I think is just 
fucking poltergeist. (laughs) But but I would hear, like, banging or, like, what I thought was, like, Eric falling over, you know? And so I'd go running into the room and being like, oh, my God, are you okay? And he's like, what are you talking about? Or I'd text him and be like, what's the noise? And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And so I was just assuming that, like, he was just, you know, falling over and not wanting to tell me yeah so um but then the stairs yeah right right the stair thing like he can't be trusted to walk down the stairs by himself (laughs) i'm so glad you understand this um but there were a couple times that he was you know laying right next to me where i would hear knocking on the wall or bangs and i would be like what was that did you hear that and he did not hear that yeah so I'm just hallucinating. <laughs> and I suppose Yay. if I have to hallucinate, I'd rather, like, hear something that isn't there than and see, see it. Oh, yeah. no, that would freak me out more. I think I yeah. could handle the sounds yeah. more than seeing weird stuff. I'd be mm-hmm. like, oh, no. <laughs> but it would, like, wake me up a couple times. Like, I remember yeah. waking up to, like, hearing, like, bangs. And I'd, you know, like, if I was – because I'd fall asleep in Killian's room sometimes, mm-hmm. you know. And I would, like, text Eric and be like, what was that? And he'd text me back, like, nothing. There's nothing happening. <laughs> like, just please. Yeah. Go and sleep. I'm like, great. Now I have to get up and check the whole house. You know? <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. So, anyways, I don't know if that's an idiot or an ass foot moment, but it's definitely been some moments. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go with it. Yeah. <laughs> So thank you so much for listening to our podcast. You can email us at idgitsandaspetspodcast at gmail.com. The word and is spelled out. Or visit our Facebook page, Idgits and Aspets, a supernatural podcast. Thanks again. Thank you.